Hello and welcome to What Mommy Likes, a podcast where uh, siblings get together and do what mommy likes, which is reconnect and participate in each other's lives. Today is Sunday, April 16th. Very special episode, the Easter edition of What Mommy Likes. I'm Holiday. Noah Maynard. We made it. I'm joined by <laughs> Seth Johnson. Seth, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm a little tired. But I'm functioning. We're losing the audio a little bit on this conversation already. Uh, it's not off to a good start. I don't think we can nope. handle a third co-host on this. <laughs> All right, I'll bow out. <laughs> so joined by uh, Britta Johnson as well. Britta, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How is everyone this lovely Easter morning? Wonderful. Seth can't stop yawning. Someone it's a miracle of had the seasons. A, yeah, someone had a good Easter morning. Late night last night, Seth? Yeah. Big time, buddy. Partying? Hang, having a good time? Yeah, going out. Experiencing the, the nightlife of Chicago. Seth fun. drank beer and did shots. That seems pretty wow. disrespectful considering Jesus was dead at that time last night. <laughs> no, because he was celebrating the knowing return. He didn't know, though. Seth knew. Seth knew he would come back. I am not celebrating Easter this year. <laughs> then what was up with dying those eggs? That's what ruined it for me. <laughs> dying the Easter eggs with your parents and sister? Yeah. That's, that's enough of the holiday. I don't need it anymore. I guess that's fair. Um, I guess I'll introduce the third co-host, Noah Maynard, oldest sibling, least enjoyed, uh, but mm. he's always here. So, Noah, how you doing? Seems, seems like that's the case, yeah. I'm good, thanks. Uh, <laughs> pretty nice day. It's like mid-80s, actually, which is awesome. Lousy. I'm actually uh, not joining from the podcast studio today. I've actually relocated... Um, just the equipment into a different room temporarily. This is, uh, I'm just in the living room. This is a little casual for me. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, why aren't you in the podcast I'm glad studio? The table is covered with Easter regalia. Whoa. It's um, Christmas coming early uh, in the in the Maynard household. So, No, it's April. What do you mean Christmas come early? I'm talking about the quantity of... Things on the table for Easter, we're talking baskets, we're talking candy, we're talking new toys, we're talking... You have one kid a lot of, who's can't yes, form any. any memories at this point. Yeah, I was, about to, I was just about to say that. It's not about him. It's not about him. It's about <laughs> us. Okay. All right, as long as uh, you can admit also, that. I have a basket. I have a basket and Trish has a basket, so, you know. Of course you do. We got flowers. <laughs> flowers on the table. Um, we also saw, um, my dad and his family yesterday. So a lot of, uh, you know, baskets from, from him too. So um, just a lot of, a lot of stuff. Baskets. It's baskets around baskets. here. <laughs> uh, and I just a... spent, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. So yes, that's, that's where we are. That's gotta be, there's a good pun in there somewhere about baskets and, and, eggs and putting them all in one basket but i we're can't gonna, come up with we're it gonna right need now. a case we're gonna need a case for all these baskets 
Yeah, I don't know. We could do better. Basket case? All right, fair enough. Yeah, we can do better. Uh, we'll think about so, it, bring it to you next week. We'll send it to the lab for the week. Um, Perfect. Also, Britta. Wait, so, Britta, Seth, don't talk for a second. Britta, did we feel <laughs> satisfied with the information we received about Seth's moment in time situation check? Moment in time situation check. Um, I mean, I did not. I know he's hungover, but other than that, I don't know what the temperature's like in Chicago. I don't know what his plans are for the day. I don't know yeah, what his work week looks like. A little more, like. Seth, beyond just the, the physical. Tell us the emotional and spiritual aspects of your existence <laughs> at this time. Um, uh, I don't know how warm it is outside. My room <laughs> is hot, which is <laughs> Um, it's like my, my body hurts um, mm. from this just continued existence. Mm. Uh, Ooh, I love it. Metaphysical. Uh, I just, I need to eat more grapes. <laughs> oh, I was just eating grapes. <laughs> I, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it about the grape in particular that is attracting you this morning? Usually hungover go-to fruit for me is peaches. Interesting. Because my usual go-to is baby carrots. Because it's real easy on the stomach. Mm. Um, I'm all about the orange juice, baby. That's a terrible call in any situation. Orange juice is the last thing I ever want inside of my body. What? Yeah. Like, especially when I'm hungover. What? That sounds like a personal choice. That sounds terrible. It's so refreshing. It's so acidic. It's so acidic. I can drink coffee and put sugar in that. Call it a day. Hmm. That is so coffee. Coffee is awful choice. for me when it pertains to hangover liquids. Coffee is awful. It's yeah. necessary because the caffeine helps, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, I really hate like working out or like. Do, drinking more. Uh, I, those are my two least favorite hangover remedies. Working out or drinking more? Well, yeah. personally, drinking more is a fantastic hangover cure. You're no longer it, hungover. You're just drunk again. It's great. You miss but the you're also hangover. Your, but you're also saying to yourself a little bit, oh boy, what am I doing to myself? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. How's my body going to take this one? Go. Back once more into that dark night. <laughs> yeah, no. Personally, that's actually my favorite hangover here is just keep drinking. I don't think that's what mom wants to hear. Mom <laughs> does not like that. That is that mom, bad. Okay. Um, if it makes her feel any better, I only use that particular hangover here if I know I don't have any responsibilities for the day. So I, I have I don't do it often. Don't drink and drive. I only and honestly, I only do it when I'm with my friends. So that happens, you know, once a year or some some so often. So not that often. Uh, So the last time I did it, uh, probably this summer. This summer, uh, when everyone was at my house in Connecticut, Mm. tubing on the river. Move to cure a hangover is to preempt the hangover. And the way that I found it is very effective to do that is to 
drink an emergency, which uh, is a cold remedy, but the vitamin B in it is actually very good, apparently, at working a hangover. I heard that a while ago. And if I'm at the night before, like before I go to bed, I'm like worried about the morning. I'll just slam an emergency and, and it seems to help. So word of the wise. Um, what is everyone's feeling on Pedialyte? I'm not an infant. Right. But so Aria uses it. One of my, uh, longtime friends who both of my brothers know, her name is Aria Ratten. She hails from Westport, Connecticut, but she is swearing. I thought it was Rattan. I, that's just because you're an asshole and you've always said it like that. Mm. That was Rattan. Well, I think you're all ridiculous. Just kidding. So a lot of fun this Sunday morning. <laughs> so she's from Westport, British. So Sorry, she continue. hails from Westport. Um, she's swearing by this Pedialyte thing, so that now every time I see her, she has uh, two of the big things of Pedialyte, like in her car, ready to drink while she's drinking. Um, she says she doesn't get hungover anymore. Well, wow. That's crazy. So Seth, I've not heard that. Seth, I'd like you to try that one because I feel like you're the most likely to uh, put it to good use. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. If I see it at the grocery store and it's less than $3. <laughs> okay. Thanks for your commitment to this. Yeah. Britta. All right. I feel like I know no. what Seth's going on in his life. Yes, I've been Britta, there, Brad. Talk to us. Check in It'll with you, Seth, from Britta Johnson, middle, the middle member of the band. Middle member of the band, um, doing well. Sunday afternoon here. It's, you know, 100 fucking degrees in Florida. Um, I haven't turned uh, Hey, we're, let's all be thankful, by the way, at this turn of the season. We can go from Britta complaining about it being too warm in the winter to Britta complaining about it being too warm in the summer. So that's great. <laughs> we're all right there. We're all right there with you, Noah. Um, so, yeah, it's like 100-something outside probably. Um Everything's Gotta say, going real. You are wearing well. a cat T-shirt. You're wearing a cat T-shirt. I can see. I'm wearing the cat T-shirt. Uh, there's mom got human, me. This. Is there a human face in the middle of that, or does that cat have a bow around its neck? The cat has a bow. <sighs> okay. I have names for them all. I won't bore our listeners by naming, going through all their names, but um, it's a great T-shirt. It's you know my feel-good Sunday T-shirt, uh, and things are going well. Nothing big to report. I went to a rally yesterday um, for to make a president. Pro-Trump rally? Yep. Pro-Trump, really supporting him, um, not releasing his tax returns. I feel like that was a bold move by him. Wanted to show him my love. Hashtag MAGA. Very strong. Very strong power move. Uh, so that's it for me. Turning it over to Noah. Wait, Where are you what, at? What is the rally? What is the rally? Sorry, what was the rally? Oh, the, in all seriousness, it was to make uh, Vern Buchanan, one of our senatorial, you know, dudes here in Florida for this district, uh, release his tax returns and also to ask Trump to release his because he always said he would. He never has. And it's just nice for me to see that I'm not the only liberal person living in this great state of Florida, that there are others. There were about 2,000 people that showed up to downtown Sarasota. An affirmation, if you will. An affirmation, yes. So, that's it for me, folks. It's really hot. Noah, what's it like in, uh, at, you know, wherever the hell you are? Yeah, I'm good. Mid-80s. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. I forgot. Sorry. No worries. Uh, Let's go then to our uh, second segment, which is 
Britta's close call of the week. Guys, <laughs> I'm loving the sound effect, Seth. If you could work that in more regularly, I'd be a fan. What sound Guys, effect? Was it some fo- some foley work? It, no, it was a yeah. Oh, I don't know what it was. I don't know what no, a foley I, I, is. What's a foley? I I, I put a uh, a ball through a tube and it made that sound. Sweet foley work, Britta is Seth can probably explain it better than me, but it's just visual sound. It's um, sound effects done. Um, kind of physically, so like uh, like if a drop of water would be uh, that's that's fully work. It's like doing sound Nerd. effects. Nerd. Uh, yeah, anyways, Seth, did I get that right? For the most, yeah, like yeah, just making sounds to represent other sounds. Right, right. So it's just, yeah, right. Exactly. Why not just do the Sorry, first right. sound then? The right because sound? It doesn't sound good. Yeah. Because right. it doesn't, like, e- eating a peanut butter sandwich doesn't actually sound like eating a peanut butter sandwich. It sounds like walking through a swamp. Like it's, it's the way it plays over the audio is different from the actual, what you, what you have in your head for it. Okay. I stopped listening. Punch- Stop listening. It's to punch it up and make it more interesting to hear. Wow. I, you guys have put way more thought into this kind of thing. Have you ever have you ever listened to um, whatever it is, Lake Lake Wobegon, um, Garrison Keeler? What's it called? I can promise you, she hasn't. <laughs> is it a podcast? No, it's it's NPR radio. Um, oh yeah, anyways, no. Great Foley work. I won't bore you. Go ahead. Sorry. So continue, Britta. Close call. Uh, close call, guys. I don't think I have a close call of the week. Other than I'm not entirely sure. I submitted my state tax return. Yes. Oh, that is a close call. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it is April 16th. So (laughs) the day was yesterday. So like I definitely did my federal because I got an email back saying. No, it's it's the 17th. It's the first Monday. If it's if the 15th falls on a weekend, it's pushed to him. Since when do you work for the goddamn IRS? Nice, Seth. Nice. Seth just bought me another day to investigate. Fucking love it. Um, I don't know, I'm just like smart. <laughs> All right, so I got an email back. So I used this like tax act because I'm not about to like try to do it by myself. So I use this tax act website, and uh, they're like, okay, so if in order to submit your Connecticut tax return electronically, you have to fill out this form and give us your bank routing information. I need to clarify something. Yeah. Connecticut tax return? Yeah. So I lived in Connecticut for half the year this year. So I have to file my Connecticut for January to May when I left. And then... I thought you've been in Florida for... I thought you were coming up on your lease. uh, My lease is up in June. Because it was a 13-month so lease. So you've but... lived here since last June? Oh, it's tax for last year. I'm an idiot. Yep, continue. Thank you. Um, so I had to tie, file Connecticut State, and they were like, hey, in order to fill out Connecticut State electronically, you have to fill out this this form as well and give us all your bank information. So I did that, and they were like, oh, you just made up a fake bank. We can't use that routing number, and now we don't trust you, so now we're going to mail it to you because you suck. I was like, wow, that was aggressive. So 
it got kind of aggressive with it, and I was like, all right, that's fine, you know, whatever, I won't try to do it again, like, just mail it to me. Um, and then later in the process, they were like, okay, you're about to submit everything for submission, what do you want to submit? And I was like, okay, well, I already told them to send me my check, like, my check through the mail for Connecticut, so I only need to do my federal. So I only clicked federal, and I, I think that was a mistake, because I don't think they sent my Connecticut state one in. Oops. That's What's the name of your fake bank, Britt? It was SunTrust! Uh, Sun Distrust. You could have come, come up with a better name than that. Right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's not very original. God damn it. Like, All right, so... Like Bank of America would be a good fake bank name. <laughs> or like uh, Husky One. Make America Bank again. <laughs> Make America Bank again. Uh, right, Husky One. Or in Seth's case, Huxy One. Uh, Huxy One. Uh, that's a that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bert, explain what Huxy One is. Um, Mom actually brought it up when we were in Chicago recently. But when I was a young child, I was probably seven, which put Seth at like three or four, and he's just starting to talk. Um, I Mom got us both different husky dog stuffed animals. Um, slash, I think Seth might have stolen his from the daycare he worked at. Or Seth might have stole, like, I stole one and then Seth stole one, both from the daycare that Seth didn't work at, but he went to. Say, he was, a, he was an infant. That's <laughs> limitations on that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember how I got it. Um, I just remember having it in the car. So it was oh, definitely like a car toy. Did it come from it, the dump? It could have come from the dump. Um, but I kind of do mm-hmm. remember them saying, like, after this big debacle with Husky and Huxy One, that uh, the people at the daycare were like, no, it's fine. Like, they can keep them. They're clearly very attached. Um, so I was a very uh, aggressive child. Uh, you could say I was a little confrontational and wanted to be right 100% of the time. Not much has and changed in that, that department. St- when did that change? When did that change uh, for you? Bro? Right. You're a jackass. I was already... Bro, when did it- or when did it heighten to comical proportions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brothers love me, I swear. So, um, we were in the car, and and Seth and I each had this dog, and I decided to name my dog Husky because that's what I wanted it to be. And Seth, not knowing a ton of words at the time, uh, said that he wanted to name his Huxy, and Seth had a little bit of a speech impediment when he was young, so when he tried to say Husky, it came out Huxy, uh, which was great. Most toddlers have most toddlers have your definition of a speech impediment. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so then I insisted that he couldn't name it Husky because mine was named Husky, and then I said I would name mine Husky One, and then we just kind of went back and forth as to which one of ours was Husky and which one of ours was Husky One, because whichever one we wanted, the other one had. So just kind of a classic uh, sibling rivalry over the name of a stuffed animal. No. no. Only... I, I think Seth won, and yours did. You did walk away with the better name, which was clearly Huxy One. Uh, great name for a stuffed animal. It's good. I, I remember that dude's face. And his, what? Oh man! I bet it's. I what bet was, Mom still has it. Name? What was her dog's name? 
Are you seriously? I picked it back up. Shit. All right, whatever. I went. How long have you guys been running? Twenty-one minutes. All right. Whatever. I lost. I maybe lost, lost a minute. Whatever. I'll, all right. I'll, we'll stitch this all back together. This is pure. This is premium podcasting. <laughs> um. Maddie. Maddie ripped off the nose of. That's Maddie. That's who it was. Who's what a Maddie? good dog. Matt Deluzio. I, My friend Matt Deluzio. No. Not your friend Matt Deluzio, the, the dog that I killed. Jesus, Britta. <laughs> you didn't kill it. I kind of did. You certainly did not kill stories, the dog. <laughs> all these stories that lead into other stories. I mean, I def- I threw the ball that led Maddie into the road where Maddie got hit by a car. If that's not killing a dog, other than Grandpa taking the sack of puppies into the river, I don't know what is. Let's take a quick break, and let's hear from this week's sponsor. Uh, Seth, who's the sponsor of the podcast this week? Uh, the sponsor of the week is uh, taking your shoes and socks off and just walking around in the grass. It's really good to get back into Mother Nature. Um, really good just to feel the earth um, in your body. You'll get a little dirty. Uh, and you certainly live in the most urban environment, Seth, of the three of us. So Exactly. But last night, before I went out drinking, I tossed a frisbee in a park, and uh, nice. my feet got a little dirty. I woke up uh, to realize I still hadn't washed my feet, and they are gross. <laughs> but I feel good about it. So, guys, and Seth, help me, help me understand something. Everybody knows that taking your feet off, shoes off, excuse me, and walking around the grass, they've got great products. But tell me about their business model. What's in it for them? Okay, it's a three-step program. One, you take your socks and shoes off, and you arrive at the park. Okay, step one. Yep. Step one. Step two, once your feet hit the grass, it, it activates. Their product activates, and you feel some sort of euphoria, or m- maybe less so. Just some of the endorphins will be released. And then step three is you're going you're gonna to find some money in your pocket that you didn't realize that you had. Um, and this could be just like going out drinking and you got some change back and you left it in your pocket or, um, just change from like Walgreens and you didn't realize you had it in there. Um, and that's the beauty of taking your socks and shoes off and going to, um, a grass park or, you know, field or, you know, land. (laughs) It really really will help you gain upwards to, you know, could be a $20 bill. Sounds like the guys and gals at taking your shoes and socks off and walking around the grass have got it all figured out. Yeah. Uh, They should be our sponsor every week. I wish, Britt. I wish. (laughs) Well, hopefully if they're happy with the the content of this commercial content that they will, uh, you know, come back again because we'd love to make a little money with this this venture. Tell your friends. Definitely. Promo promo code no socks or shoes. <laughs> promo code what mommy likes. WML. Um, so great, great sponsor of the week, Seth. Really happy with that one. Um, Noah, I feel like we got a bit of your adulting out of the way with your sit rep in the amount of Easter shit that's lying around your your house, but um, I'm sure you have a more in-depth version that goes into like the drama 
that for me would come with like planning and putting together an Easter basket for someone. Like what, what goes into that? Tell me about how to adult so that, and I feel like this is educational for me. So if I ever get to that stage in my life, I don't make the mistakes that are inherent with me doing those things. So I'm really learning a lot. Okay, cool. Well, um, to make an Easter basket, uh, you need three simple things. You need candy. Uh, you need a basket. Can, can it be loose candy? Can it be loose candy, or does it have sure, to be prepackaged? Sure. I, ri- I ripped open a bag of jelly. I ripped open a bag of jelly beans and dumped it into a bed of, of plastic grass last night. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Thanks. Uh, so sorry. You need. You couldn't give that to your child. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. The grass is is certainly toxic, but um, you get to wash the jelly beans off after. Do you remember? After you get it out. Do you remember pulling uh, or having? <laughs> All right, I'm not telling this story. <laughs> Never mind. Just thinking about <laughs> Dingo getting into the Easter egg baskets and the amount of that fucking straw that we pulled out of his shit. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say we pulled the straw out of his shit. <laughs> All yeah, right. It was just me because I was fascinated by it. Uh, so. Uh, on track, Continue. three steps. Three things you need. You need the candy, obviously. You need Nailed it. a basket. And you need some tchotchke. Um, what the fuck is tchotchke? Like the term, what does it mean? Yeah. It's like, I think it's Yiddish. I think it's Yiddish for like um, bullshit items. Like uh, like the tchotchke. What a piece of tchotchke in, in Brooks's uh, basket was uh, Bubbles. Like a little tube of bubbles. Oh, okay. Um, so like all this shit that mommy likes that we get every year in our Easter baskets. And dad, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, kind of like the toys that go into a basket. And the the term tchotchke, I think, is a little um, deprecating. It kind of says that it's kind of of low quality. So I wouldn't say that mom ever got us tchotchke, but. Oh, well, um, see? Gone put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's what it goes into. The stuff that's complicated is like when do you assemble the baskets and and how do you stage them? Um, what's the big reveal going to be like? Because the the reason it's complicated is that it's important because we're sowing the seeds of the family tradition that are going to be like this forever. And so like yeah, he's not going to remember it this year, but we're going to do it the same way next year, and then he's going to remember it. And you know, it's like that's the way we've always done it. So. It's really important. It's kind of critical that you get it right from the from the get go. So that's that's what was went into it. It seems like putting a what if what if he doesn't like the tradition? Maybe he wants to do something different, something new. He doesn't have a fucking choice when he lives under this roof. Okay, eighteen. Yeah, that's all I needed to know. Eighteen, eighteen, and then he's out on his ass, and then he can do whatever he wants with his, you know, however many kids he has at that point. Fair. I like all of it. I learned a lot. Um, I disagree with a majority of it, but you know, that's why I've I've led the life that I have. You, you know, you, I go you I you. go out and I make my own mistakes. <laughs> um, Even though the lead anything- was you saying you didn't want to make the same. Mistakes. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to make them. But then, like listening to that version, that sounds boring and terrible, and like this not is fun at all. Adulting. This is yeah. hashtag adulting. I'm not at, at the clubs in Chicago on a Saturday night 
I'm eating sour jelly beans that I, you know, I'm putting into the basket. And I'm like, well, he's not going to eat these anyway, so I might as well just eat a lot of them. And then I feel a little sick. <laughs> Seth feels a little sick right now, nights. too. We had very similar nights last night. No. It's like, you know, so here's, here's the situation, right? Everyone's having a really good time. It's like, oh, like, I'm going to have a beer. That beer tastes delicious. Or maybe I'm going to have a piece of candy. <laughs> it's like, oh, I want to continue that feeling. Like, I, I'm going to have another beer or I'm going to have another piece gotta, of candy. And, right. then, ride that high. and then it becomes, at some point, you realize that things have kind of spiraled out of control and you're not making your own decisions anymore. And then <laughs> and then you know that you're going to regret what's what's transpired. Right. But you don't take and, any evasive action to stop eating the jelly beans or drinking the beer because they're both making you very happy. And I got up this morning, and I felt awful, and I'm like, fine, I'll have more <laughs> jelly beans. So, Noah, tell me what a jelly bean hangover is like and what the best cure for that is. Uh, a jelly bean hangover. Um, it's... Uh, what a concept. Yeah. Jelly bean hangover. This um, Tightness. Tightness in the abdomen, I'd say, is a big one. Um you know, maybe some issues uh, going to the bathroom. Not to be too graphic for you know some of our listeners, um, but just like aye, aye, aye. you know, achy, regretful, you know, um, all over body. You know, not the. I guess maybe it's the aspects of like an alcohol hangover without the headache. That's maybe a good way to describe it. It's okay. Like, like your you whole know, body you know, screwed up, and you feel mm. generally unpleasant, but. Mm. It's not like a pounding behind my eyeballs. It's more like a, uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, also, we seem to have lost Seth. He seems to be taking a nap. I can see him. Hi. Hey. Yeah. Did you see him lying down in bed just then? <laughs> I'm just taking a, just a little break. <laughs> Got to eat some of, the, some of those jelly beans, so, Seth. That'll um, make you feel right as rain. I'm not entirely sure that Seth's hungover. I think he just might still be drunk. Wow, Brett. Just saying. I didn't drink that much. What were you drinking? Or did I? What were, you, what were the uh, specifics? Uh, How many shots? So, uh, three. Hold I, on. What are the shots? What shots were they? It was Fireball <laughs> PBR. Fireball and PBR? Damn. Yeah. Seth, wow. Wow. for the stars. Were you wearing a trucker hat at the time? No, I was wearing the... The Midwest has really gobbled up my younger brother. Well, the thing was is that I went to this bar with a buddy, and my buddy got a gift card to the place. Um, So he was buying it. Mm. I just paid for the lift there and home. Thanks for drinking responsibly, uh, by the way, Seth, on that one. He doesn't own well, a, car, a car here, Noah. Hey, he it's a thought that counts. He, wa- he wanted a bike there. So I was like, mm, no way. That's Do you own awful. a bike? I don't, but he was going to let me borrow one of his. So this hipster who cycles around wow. Chicago wearing trucker hats, <laughs> drinking fire drinking PBR. PBR. Wow. We're getting an image here, Seth. Say. The Midwest has really devoured my younger brother. I'm not entirely pleased with what they've turned him into. This PBR drinking, fireball breathing, you know, just hooligan of a kid. What I was actually wearing was 
my old staff shirt from when I was a day camp counselor and uh, jeans, blue shoes. So I was in, I was in an all blue get up. Um, got the blues. Got the blues. Got to heat it up with a little fireball, you know. Worked well for uh, Picasso. Uh, yeah. Also, Picasso cut off part of his ear, right? That was Van Gogh. Still, though, an impressionist. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I I wish I knew more about Vincent Van Gogh to dispute that he's not an impressionist, but I don't, so I'm not. Right. One of those things where you wish. Media pick of the week. Oh. Uh, Lordy, Lordy, I'm over 40. (laughs) Uh, Well, I was going to... A movie that I haven't seen, but I'm going to see. That's an endorsement. Yeah, that that, that endorsement's coming out real strong. Um, It's called Your Name, and it's a Japanese animated film. I wanted to see that. Yeah, I've talked to... About three people about it, and they all really, really loved it. Is it Miyazaki? And no, he's retired. Um, Supposedly, this is like the highest. This is like the highest grossing Japanese film in 2016. And I feel like that's a pretty animated. specific niche there. As a you know, what do you mean? As a Westerner. As a Westerner, the highest grossing 2016 Japanese film. I just feel like that's a very specific little target you had to hit there, but I mean, good for them. Now, I certainly didn't make the highest grossing Japanese film in 2016, so. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Bridget. Japan's a pretty small, insignificant country. <laughs> 30 million Japanese people. Can't be wrong. Your name <laughs> is the movie to see. <laughs> yeah. Your name, right? Uh, in theaters now? Yes. Y- you're in theaters now, playing at the music box. On Southport. Oh, so Noah. In the music box. Yes, Britta. Real quick, Seth, is your media pick over? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Seth, remember when we were, like, afraid Dad was, like, having a reverse stroke in, in Chicago? I want to tell Noah about it. So. Oh, sure. So, over this past week. I got a, I got a, this episode, as always, brought to you by HIPAA. <laughs> Um, so our father has an, a memory problem and I would just say, I, I've always thought it was from lack of paying attention. Um, but you know, it could be due to hearing, there's a little of that uh, lack of paying attention, lack of caring or lack of hearing ability. I think all kind of fountain into this one specific, you know, thing where dad will be like, Oh, we're going to Chicago this weekend. I had no idea. Meanwhile, his wife, our mother has been talking to him about it since, you know, for the past six months. So that's kind of what our dad's like. But this weekend, this past weekend, when I was on my way to Chicago, to Seth's apartment or to the hotel where we were meeting up with you, um, Noah and Seth, dad goes, Oh, Britta, remember when we went to the music box in, in Seth's, you know, apartment area down in Wrigleyville and saw Tower? That was really good. Meanwhile, this happened, like, 
eight months ago. Not only did he remember the name of the Hole in the Wall theater we went to, he remembered the name of the Hole in the Wall picture that we saw. Some animated flick, which, I mean, not an animated flick. It was a really good movie. But he remembered two specific names of things. My dad still doesn't know the names of the people I graduated high school with. And never learned them. Maybe he's remembering more than he lets on. So I think he's having a reverse stroke. And let me just say, uh, Tower is now on Netflix. It uh, is. Media pick of the week for me, so it's a good flick. I know. That was actually a plug because I did see it on Netflix, which is what made me think of it. Um, And my dad's reverse stroke where now all of a sudden he remembers random things and and people's names. I'm telling you, my hypothesis is that there's he remembers more than he lets on. He's playing coy and he uses that to his advantage. That that would make him the trickiest little devil that we've ever dealt with because, man, does he pull it, it just, off well. I think he intentionally lowers expectations about him remembering things, and then he comes and <laughs> blows you out of the water when he remembers Tower, now on Netflix. Uh, see it. Five stars, 463 reviews. Um, I think that's what's going on. I... Doubt it, but sure. I like the idea. Don't take this away from me, bro. Okay. All right, folks. Happy Easter. I think happy Easter. I think that's it for us for this week. Uh, Noah, say goodbye. He is risen. Thanks to all our listeners, and um, thanks to everyone. You know, week after week. Uh, letting us do this project and support us financially and emotionally and kind of you're the champions you make a, you let us do what we do so thanks to everyone out there listening who are you talking to <laughs> I don't know but I love it uh, Seth are you want to say goodbye to our mother and maybe dad <laughs> bye mom bye dad um, for me love you all so much uh, Noah brought up the emotional support. More specifically, I'm really pleased with the financial support that you've given us throughout the years um, and will continue to provide. So, uh, love you all, and uh, we'll talk later. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Every now and again, you hit a bullseye. <laughs>